This, 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 this is mythical. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with Charles Neal and my son Link Neal from Good Mythical Morning. Mm-hmm. We're going to swing right on into the show with my son again today. Here we go. Let's do it, Dad. Man, we, and you know what? We are on the other side of vacation. You've got a glow about you. Uh, Right. I mean, I got a, I got even more tan than I used to have. And I mean, I'm just ready to get back at it and see what we can get into today because we had a great vacation. I'm telling you. You're telling me. I'm telling you we had a great vacation. <laughs> yeah. Man, Hawaii was great. So yeah, we're going to have to bring everybody up to speed on on some of the highlights. But yeah, you're working even more of a tan. I didn't realize that you could have gotten more of a tan. I I didn't think you could get sunburnt, but I feel like you got as close as you've ever gotten on like day 2 of our trip. Yeah, the second day I got Got kind of red feeling and everything, but you know, I think we I skipped the next day a little bit. And the next day, I just went right on back out in it and started getting more tan. And you know, it just kind of worked itself in. And I'm brown as a little button now. Brown as a button? Yeah. What do you mean a button? Like buttons are all colors. Well, most of them on my clothes is brown. Oh, okay. <laughs> Was that your goal? Your stated goal was to get enough tan to where you could match your buttons? My goal was to get more tan than I had because I don't get much even though I live at the beach. So The way that I saw it, you were just laying on a, a lounger drinking some... What what was that drink that you had them bringing you? It was like uh, a... Yeah, I had them bring me them dream sickles. Dream sickles. Yeah. And at a certain point, you definitely drifted off to dream sickle land. Yeah, right right on off. If you drink enough dream sickles, you'll be in dream sickle land. <laughs> yeah. What was it like there? Because when you woke up you were a little you were a little pink. Well, felt pretty good to me. I mean, I I I had a good time and didn't have to worry about it. So, you know, it all went away and it went where I couldn't sleep that night. I didn't have that much sunburn, so I, I was in pretty good shape. Are you getting more emails? Is it happening? Yeah, I'm getting some emails. Sure am. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. I want to throw out a a holler out to a guy named Cameron Saltz. You going to do a holler out? Yeah. I love this. I'm hollering out to Cameron Saltz. He's a custom agent I met, and he recognized me when we come through Detroit when we came back from Germany. So, Cameron, hello. and Holler out. And I'm giving you a... Holler and uh, keep listening to Link and listen on Good Mythical Morning and and keep joining in on our podcast, uh, Dispatches from Myrtle Beach. Yeah, which is this. They're listening to it. 
Yep. He's he's listening right now. He probably knows what it is. That's good that you're promoting it though for everybody else who just happened to might be walking by like a like bleed coming out of some ear ear pods. <laughs> you hear a little bleed. It's like, oh, what's that? He's listening to. You just told him. You want to holler out anybody else? I I love this. You're hollering people out. Yeah. You want to? I I got some emails we've been we've been looking at, and uh, I got one from uh, Kelly Stewart, and it says. What does a woman and a hurricane have in common? Okay, a woman and a hurricane. So winds, winds blow. That that could be dangerous. It could get real damp. That could be dangerous. I don't know. You just got to tell me. Kelly is kind of dangerous. I'm gonna tell you. She says they scream when they come and take the house when they leave. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, Kelly. All right, all right. I mean, Dad, you picked it. She may know more about me than she thought she did. <laughs> <laughs> taking the taking the house. Uh, this is sort. This is yeah. You you yeah. You've been through it a couple of times. Somet- sometimes you got to cut your losses. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Just go on and start all over again. <laughs> Just like she was talking about. Fourth times a charm, right? That's right. Fourth times the charm. I'm. I hit. I hit the jackpot this time. So. I got another one from Kara Spear. It said, what do you call a masturbating bull? <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a masturbating bull? Oh, gosh. I'll give you a hint. You know, it's, it's, it's a bull. It's a cow. I know what a bull is, Dad. What do you mean? That's yeah. not much of a hint. You just, you just gave me a hint that a bull was a cow? <laughs> Ste- uh, steak. I don't know what. What do you call a masturbating bull? Beef stroking off. <laughs> Dad. Beef stroking off. Stroking yeah. off. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't send these in. People send them to me. I just, I'm just reading them to you. Yep. You just, yeah. you, just, you just are drawn to them and you read them. Yep. That's right. Try not to leave nobody out. Try, you know, if they send me something. Yep. You're just trying. You're not doing this for you. You're doing this for them. Right. That's right. Yeah. It's, I got one from uh, Sarah Lively. What is similar between a southern divorce and a tornado? Wow, we're really hitting the hitting the divorce natural disaster angle hard. I don't know what. Someone's going to lose their trailer. How do you feel about like Southern jokes with the butt of the joke being living in a trailer? I mean, you you lived in a trailer, haven't you? I lived I lived in a trailer before. How many trailers you lived in? Two, single wide or double wide? Single wides. Okay, see there you go. You're getting real with it. Did were the wheels exposed? I covered them up and had them, had it under pin where you couldn't see up under. See that's that's classy. You like put some lattice over your your wheels of your mobile home, right? Yeah. It doesn't even look like a mobile home anymore. Yeah. Except when you look at it. That's right. Yep. And you're like, well, it's, yeah, there's no really hiding that's a mobile home. But I mean, there's a lot of stigma with that, but there's lots of positives with a mobile home, am I right? I mean, speaking from experience, what are the best things about living in a single wide mobile home? You you got somewhere to lay your head down and sleep. I mean. Yeah. You can see pretty much all of it at once. You can keep an eye on everything. That's right. And then if you, hey, if she don't want it and want something else, you 
untie it and put the wheels back on it and take it and move it somewhere else and le- keep living in it. Yeah, it's it's got an underpinning of a of a threat of a plan B. I, I could I could just string up out of here at any moment. <laughs> That's right. Or you could get snatched out from under you too. Oh yeah. Hit me with another one. I got one from James Goss. I am also in the remodeling renovation business near Washington, D.C. I met a very sweet old lady whose plaster ceiling collapsed and we just replaced her ceiling. The room where the ceiling fell is Higgins, her cat's bedroom. She decided to go ahead and have the room repainted while we were there and asked me the best color to paint the room for her cat. He's asking you what the best color, what what color Higgins wants the room to be. Have you ever encountered such a question in your own work? No, and I, if people understand cats and what I know about them, you can give them a name, but they won't never answer to it. <laughs> and so, I, I I don't know how you'd figure out even what color you'd want to paint that room because if a cat can't remember its name, it just it just comes to kitty, 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 kitty. Yeah. Uh, we know you can speak we, You can speak meow. Give us some more of that, because I, I, any opportunity I have for you to speak cat, I like to hear it. You should talk to Higgins directly right now using cat speak. Higgins, kitty, what color would you like to have your room painted? Ah, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe something with some different colors in it. Maybe, uh... Some pinks and purples where I could see different colors in the room and paint the top part one color and paint the bottom part another part another color. So that's what I want you to do is paint my room two different colors, a pink and a purple. I didn't realize we had Higgins on the line. I didn't know we had that technology to even have a guest, much less that guest be a cat. But Dad, you were talking directly to Higgins. Yep. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, so there we have our answer. Well, yeah, we're going to paint the top part pink and the bottom part purple. You're a cat psychic. I like a definitive answer, and hearing it directly from Higgins was quite a treat. Poor old Higgins having to talk to me. He, he understood, though. Yeah, he did. He got it. He'll get it. He'll get it. Yeah. Purple and pink. He's going to get it. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at 
at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. I got one from Toxie Sploosh. Sploosh. Okay. It says, what's the best way to incorporate food into the bedroom if you catch my drift? Wink, wink. You doing a little winky there, or did he do that in his, in his Toxic Sploosh email? That's what he did in his Toxic Sploosh email. What's the best way to incorporate food into the bedroom, Dad? Wink, wink. You... you if, you, if your wife lets you bring food into the bedroom and eat it in there, just bring it in there and see see what what happens with it. I don't know. It's, uh, Let her take the lead. Let your partner take the lead. Yeah. So start there. Well, I'm a, I'll throw out some foods. Um, chocolate syrup. You ever tried chocolate syrup? Yeah. Yeah, I like chocolate syrup. Uh, I mean in the bedroom. That's probably getting way on up somewhere. I probably may not, I might, I might not ought to be talking about, but yes, I've had chocolate syrup in the bedroom. Okay. What, with somebody. Yep. So, I mean, the way, it's just the way that it comes out of the bottle, it's just like, you can just like slather it anywhere. And, and just rub it on them and see how, how good it's going. And then maybe you might want to lick it off. You might want to. In my experience, though, it's really sticky. It's really sticky afterward. I mean, it's like, in in if like if you take chocolate syrup residue and then skin on skin, it's like, it's not a pleasant feeling. Yeah, but before all that, that's what you want is get all stuck together. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I it just wasn't for me. That's not the sensation that I want. Okay, I'll, let's go. Uh, let's I'd, go. Ra- I'd, ra- I'd rather do whipped cream than chocolate syrup. It's a little more water-soluble. It ain't so hard to get out of the sheets in. You can just jerk them off and wash them, and they're so bad. Then. Getting, chocolate, chocolate, getting chocolate out of sheets is, is an ordeal. And step one is jerking the sheets off? Yeah. You said it, man. It's like, you can, <laughs> I never know what you're going to say. You confuse me sometimes. Like... <laughs> I I thought we were on the same page, but then you, I don't know what you're doing with your sheets. But you make a good point. Yeah, you want to be able to launder those things. Water soluble foods. Here's another one. Um, frozen cucumber. Let's just say it. I ain't gonna bring no frozen cucumber to the bedroom. I mean, somebody the woman might bring one to the bedroom, but uh, right. You, I'm I'm hoping I I got the frozen cucumber with me when I come to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> that cold, huh? Well, I didn't say it was cold, but I mean, I get it. That's your that's your role. That's right. All right, so I think we gave Toxic Sploosh a good thorough answer. 
I got one more from uh, Charlie Parker. It said, what did the sign on the door of the brothel say? Dad, talking about the brothels again. I don't know. You tell me because you're the one who read the sign. It said, beat it. We're closed. <laughs> there is a theme. There's a theme to this episode. It's like natural sexual disasters and self-pleasure. Yep. And 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 eating your vegetables, you know, staying healthy. <laughs> I don't know, there's a way to pull all this together, but I don't think we have to do that. You know, that's the listener's job, to pull it all together. We just put it out there, and they pull it all together. Yep. Remind them what the email is. Rather be shagging 53 at AOL.com. And it's rather the letter B, shagging without the G, 53 at AOL.com. Now it's time for a word from our sponsor. This episode is almost sponsored by Ryan's Coconut Farm in Maui, Hawaii. We want you to know that you need to go and see Ryan and see what all he does with coconuts. I mean, he'll cut them apart and drain the different kinds of waters and let you drink them and taste of them and cut them apart and shave some of the coconut that's not fully grown before it gets to milton. He's going to cook you some noodles and put some Worcestershire sauce and different kind of stuff on it. And you're going to get to eat them. And them things is pretty good. I was surprised, Ryan, but keep keep cooking them. And all these people, I think they'll, they'll like it. And then he's going to open up a coconut and give you some of that good coconut milk to drink. So if you're in Hawaii and need to, want to go see Ryan, go to, go to his coconut farm. Go to coconutinformation.com and see what he's got going on. Boom. It's time for another edition of Shagging Around the World. So let's see, what should we tell, what should we share? Like what's the best memory that you had from the trip? My best time going to Hawaii was that I got to go with you and Christy and all the kids and do something different with all the kids. Different time I got to go swimming and teach Lando how to throw a ball across the water to one of them water balls and put spin on it where it jumped up and down. He he liked that. And then yeah. I invited Lincoln to go play golf, which he never done in his life, I thought. <laughs> yeah, he's never swung a golf club, I don't think. And he, no. I saw, and I, because, you know, I called him and I said, do you want to just go ride with Granddaddy or you want to play golf? He said, oh, no, I want to play golf. And the thoughts went through mine like, what is he thinking? Right. You know, ain't even never ain't even never swung a golf club. Well, I think my question is, what were you thinking? I was thinking that we, we may have a hard time if we had a bunch of people behind us that was going to be running up and saying, y'all need to get the hell out of the way. We playing golf. But right. that didn't happen because we had plenty of time. And like you see on TV, me and him was on a par three looking out over the land on a par three at the ocean, and we got to take a picture there. So that's a pretty satisfying picture to see that beautiful water and my grandson standing side on me. So being with all of y'all, that was my best thing about Hawaii, getting to spend time with all y'all. Because we live a pretty good piece apart. And besides getting to talk to you now on this podcast, this it was really wonderful. Yeah, it was, it was truly a special vacation. You know, I told... You guys, you and Nancy at different points in vacation that I, I wanted you to know how glad we were that you were there 
and just reassure you that like, it was going even better because you were there than if you weren't there. You know, we were so glad to have you. And I said, you know what? You guys are low maintenance, you're doing good. You're not asking too much, you're along for the ride, and you, you seem pretty happy the whole time. Oh yeah, we was, ha- hey, we were just happy to be there. I'm telling you, we, we were tickled to death to get to go do stuff with you. And then you always have an ulterior motive about stuff. And we went up to the- What? Uh, uh, went up to see the volcano and, and I pulled my thing out that I was over 70 and then we didn't have to pay but $20 to, for all of us to get in a car load. She said, that's the reason I brought you. So, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, because I'd have had to- I saved ten whole dollars. Ten whole dollars. Bringing bringing some some old folk with me up to the top of the volcano. I don't know if you broke even on that part or not. <laughs> You're saving you ten. I, yeah, I reallocated the ten dollars to some other things. But I mean, to be able to treat the two of you to a vacation with us, I mean, it felt like a. I don't know if coming of age is the right thing, but it was it was kind of like a rite of passage, you know. To, I'm enjoying a certain amount of success given what's happening at Mythical, and so I'm in a position where I can say, not only can we go on this amazing vacation, which we're so grateful that we have the ability to do that, but then I also have the ability to invite you guys along as a treat, and so it felt it was a little symbolic for me, you know. Now that I'm of a certain age and can afford this, the role reversal of, of me treating you to a trip versus, you know, I remember back when I was in high school, you would, we went on, we would go to concerts, you know? Oh, yeah. You know? It, and it was kind of, if you invited me to a concert, well, you were going to pay for it. You were my dad, you know? Yeah, that's right. I don't know. I don't know why you, I would want to call it a rite of passage. Maybe you know what I mean, though. It's kind of like the song, we've gone in a full circle now, and you, you've done something that I tried to help do with you, and you've done something that made us go in a circle, and you helped us to be able to do that. We wouldn't have been able to go where we went to, so that makes it pretty neat. Yes, it does. It's kind of like if a baby nurses its mom, and then when it's the mom gets old, then the mom nurses the baby. Yeah, or looks after him. That's right. The the baby nurses the mom. Yeah, is a nurse to the mom. Yeah, yeah, but they don't actually like suckle the teat. Of, that would be weird. Am I? Ma- I'm yeah. making this way too weird. Yeah, you're going out there, going somewhere else. You know what? You go to Dream Circle Land. I'll see if I can recover from that like horrible, strange analogy. All I'm trying to say was it was a great trip, and I think we love each other more, and we have memories to build on, and we never got tired of each other. Did Nancy get tired of you, though? No, you know, with all the accidents that she had, <laughs> we did. <laughs> Me and you both and Christy had to kind of look after her, so we ain't even getting into that. <laughs> oh, you're not. You're not gonna. You're gonna halfway throw her under the bus. No, I ain't, no. She's not sitting back there on the on the bed to to fend for herself. I don't know where she's at. She's not even here. <laughs> she needs her space after your trip. There was a couple of moments when you got a little. You might have, I mean, I was wondering, is dad about to get a little ornery? <laughs> well, Christy kind of noticed that, said, but you know what she said? said, well, the apple don't fall far from the tree. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of exposed in the fact that like Christy and the kids were spending more time with you than they ever have. They were seeing so much of me. There was an opportunity for them to give me a hard time, not to give you a hard time. Well, that let them see where it, some of it might come from, so they're... 
lighten up on you a little bit, maybe. <laughs> it ain't, it's not your fault. That's right. I, yeah, I'm gonna start blaming it more squarely on you, the genetics. But it really was special. Like when you say that you, you know, you had that moment with Lando, you had, you were playing golf with Lincoln and I mean, Lily was a part of this too. And you know, she was, it, it was nice for her to be around. I remember one day, remember the second day what she announced at the breakfast table? She said, I'm just gonna be doing what I wanna do today. And I'm like, that is such a 19 year old thing to say. You remember when she said that? Yeah, I remember what she said and I said, well, what's new, Lily? It's like that all the time, man. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have anything to say to that. And I remember Christy was getting such a kick out of your sayings and you said one thing and she just died <laughs> laughing one night. Well, we were talking about something and I think Lily had done, or somebody had done something and I said, that dog don't hunt. She just lost it. And she just lost it and was sending things to her friends and she, she was sending them the things that said, that dog don't hunt. <laughs> no, not hunt. You didn't get it right. She thought you said, that dog don't hump. Hump, that's right, hump. <laughs> yeah. She didn't say yeah, hunt. Yeah, yeah so, hump, yeah. <laughs> so you're misunderstanding, her misunderstanding of your saying. Yeah, well. Which is, that dog don't hunt is basically another Southernism. Yeah. Where it's like, well, basically, that doesn't check out. That's not true. That is a false claim. That's not gonna work. But it also applies you say that dog don't hump. I'm telling you. Because if a dog's really working at it, they're gonna hump. Um, yeah. <laughs> so she thought it was even more hilarious. So I think that's the new saying. That dog won't hump. Yeah. And I told her, I said, well, we'll just have to change that saying. You come up with a new one. <laughs> and yeah. then it was also a thrill when we were, we were down there spending the first time together since we started this podcast and the numbers started coming in. It's like, whoa, this thing is in like the top eight, top 10 comedy podcasts on Spotify and, and Apple. It's like, man, I, I'm like relaying this information to you. And I didn't know how you were processing it. I, you know, this is new to me about how, how all this stuff works and everything, but I did figure out if you, if you come in in the top 10 or something that's going out all over the world, somebody's liking it somewhere, enjoying what we're doing. So we're going to keep on doing it and see if we can keep it in the, get it on up in the top five or the top three and see oh. get more people to watch. Oh, you, you want to, you going for, you going after Rogan? Well, we're going to go after whoever we need to get after. Talk some shit to Rogan right now. Do it. Like, talk to him directly. I don't know. I do, explain to me who Rogan is. But that's a good start. I mean, you don't even know who he is. So you're talking to a guy you don't even know. Like, I think that's the best place to start. Go for it. So, <laughs> Rogan, you, you must be doing something right for you in the top one, two, or three on these podcasts, podcasts and Spotify's, but you're going to have to watch that. Uh, Dispatches from Myrtle Beach is coming after you with my son Link from Good Mythical Morning. So you better just keep your game stepped up and just come on, come on. We're going to keep getting it too. Oh, see that that was pretty upbeat. Like I want to I want to get scary at a certain point. Like can you even go scary? Like in, intimidation. And is Rogan, what'd you say his name is? Yeah, call him Rogan. Rogan. This is Link's dad. And here's what's going to go down from now on. You better get your game stepped up because we're going to step ours up. And you better beware. 
because we're going to be swinging into things that you ain't never swung into before. So just come on and see what we can get together with. Let's get with it. Okay. So is this is this an MMA match now? Or It could be. Okay. I mean, if you work something out and he needs to come on the show and, you know, us get back and forth together, I'm game. I ain't scared. I'm too old to be scared. Have you seen a picture of this guy? No. Okay. I, I kind of want you to leave me out of it. <laughs> 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 I mean, he doesn't fight MMA, but he does a lot of commentary. And that's, that's a lot closer to MMA than I'm willing to be. Tell me what MMA is. Mixed martial arts. You know, when they're like, when they're fighting, when the, when the guys are fighting in the octagon. Well, maybe I got into more than I want to get into because I ain't getting into the octagon with nobody. Okay. I'm too old for that. Yeah, we're just going. We're going to keep it in the world of podcasting. That's correct. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. I like the confidence, though. I love the confidence that you know we're bringing our A game, and anyone who is is working in, in the world of podcasting needs needs to be put on notice. Good God Almighty! What you looking at a photo? Yeah, Danny just showed me a photo of him. I'm gonna have to. St- I'm gonna have to order me some weights like Lincoln's got. <laughs> I'd start working out. <laughs> okay. That ain't going to happen either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't know whether to tell this story or not, but. Yes. You know. I like to start it is. You and Christy went snorkeling, and Christy had on one of them Baywatch bathing suits. Oh, yeah. That's right. And it was red. That's and, right. And, and we. Oh, are you going to tell it? You going to tell my story? Or you want me to tell it? You tell it, then you go ahead and tell it, okay. tell the rest of it. Yeah, we, I mean, we were out there looking for sea turtles since we knew, we, we heard you could see them, and then, I don't know, I could just tell that, like, I was like, we need to stay together, but at the same time, I gave Christy some space because I just, I felt like she wanted a little space. Like, she kept swimming a little bit away from me, and I didn't want to badger her, but then after a while, I'm like, you know, I want us to be snorkeling together, so... I went around the point and I finally caught up with her and she just, you know, she just kept on getting it, as you would say. She kept on going around. Yeah. So I, I felt like a, like a puppy with my tail between my legs, just following her, following her around. Then finally she comes up and she says, there's an eel down here. And I'm like, oh my God, that is not Christy's voice. That, <laughs> somebody took Christy's bathing suit. Somebody else is wearing a Baywatch bathing suit. Just another woman. <laughs> That I had been like literally stalking, like try, keeping my distance, but then like trying to stay close because I love her so much. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why does yeah. she not? I'm, I mean, I can take a hint, Christy. There's an eel down there. I'm like, oh, good, good God, what happened to her? And then I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. And I was thinking, I've been following you around this whole time. Are you speaking to me now? And is this your way of saying, leave me alone? Get away from me. Yeah, and I was like, uh... <laughs> Oh, really? Uh, I was just, have you seen any turtles? She's like, no. <laughs> and then she went on that way. And then I found Christy way over there by herself, just totally content. Where have you been? My feelings were so hurt that this stranger did not want, wanted to keep getting away from me. Yeah, I, I told I told Christy, you you were regressing back to that time when you, you were working with me and you got upset with the way, way I was messing with you and your feelings were hurt. You had <laughs> Go off and suck somewhere. <laughs> oh man! So the the apologies keep coming, Dad. Thank you. Thank I'm you. I'm telling I, you. I, yeah. I I just I treasure the memories that we had in Maui, and I think that it's 
it's something that's gonna be a part of our relationship from now on. We have these stories to harken back to. It's it's irreplaceable, and it's just, you know, so I'll, I'll always treasure it. I'm so glad that y'all were there. And one day, I want, I'd love to have that full circle moment where Christy and I are the ones being invited on vacation with Lily, Lincoln, or Lando, and their partners, you know? I hope that we set a good example and that they'll return the favor when I can get that $10 discount. Yeah, you need to tell the kids that me and Nancy's gonna try to live a long time so when they do it with you, they can invite us too. Oh yeah, (laughs) all right. It's a deal. (laughs) Well, we should shut this one down till next Thursday. All right, well, before we end today's show, I want to tell you about something very exciting that my son has coming up. Good Mythical Evening is back September the 1st. If you thought last year was crazy, just wait for round two. If you are a Mythical Society second and third degree member, you can buy your ticket to Good Mythical Evening right now. Sign up at mythicalsociety.com. Pre-sale is on now until sellout and general sale starts tomorrow, July the 15th. We've swung around today and we're going to swing you around the world again next week, so... Just tune in and come see us and listen to us again next Thursday. So just have a good week and a good time. Send me some more emails at ratherbeshagging53 at aol.com. Love you, Dad. Love you, too. Bye.